Spencer Jones here with another episode of the Jones and Four Show. Thank you so much for being here. You are amazing. You are incredible. I truly appreciate all of you for being here and supporting this show. If you like these shows, please let us know. Right, write a review. Make sure you click that subscribe button and you know share it out on Facebook and Instagram and let us know. Tag us in it at Jones and Four. So let's get into today's episode because today's episode like all of them is going to drop some heat it's going to help you it's going to inspire you and more than that it is going to help you live your life to the max okay so today's show we're talking about no that's right did you get from the break probably not okay it was it's non-verbal communication that's right so okay we're going to talk verbally about non-verbal communication so what is nonverbal communication? Well, it is a lot of things, right? It is, but it's essentially, in a nutshell, it's everything you do that's not verbal, in a nutshell, right? So that includes how you listen, right? Your facial expressions, right? Your, and I was making weird facial expressions if you're not watching the video at the time. Gestures, right? So it's things you do with your hands, your posture, right? Um, your tone of voice, right? And your intonation and, you know, everything, anything nonverbal, right? It's all those things that send the messages as we're talking, right? That's what makes a, a difference uh, from a really good public speaker and a mediocre one, right? They're monotone. They they don't do anything. They're just blah, 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 blah. It's very monotone, very boring. They're not adding anything. But if they add nonverbal communication to it and change their intonation, change their tone, change their inflection with it, it adds more to it and all of a sudden you get more. It's also one way that we tell when people aren't necessarily telling the truth to us, right? If they're lying to us or if they're trying to cover something up, right? We could tell because their verbal cues don't match their nonverbal cues. So let's dive into this. Um, I'm going to read some facts here to you from, um, it's all the importance of effective communication by uh, Dr. Edward. Let me read that there. Uh, we're time. Okay. So there are five things here that non-verbal uh, communication does, and then we'll get into how you can use it. So Dr. Wertheim says, Nonverbal communication, uh, and it helps with repetition, right? So it repeats and often strengthens the message you're sending. It's contradiction, right? Sometimes your nonverbal communication can contradict whatever you're saying. Chat about that already a little bit. Um, it's a substitution. Maybe you're using nonverbal communication to replace saying something verbally. It's complementing. It goes hand in hand with what you are saying, right? It fits it. It complements it. And then accenting, like hitting your fist against a table, right? It's, it's proving, it's giving that accent to whatever message you're sending. So nonverbal communication is something that we do almost all the time and we don't even think about it, right? We don't consciously think all the time. Sometimes we do, but not all the time um, that we think about what we're doing when we're talking, right? I move my hands a lot when I talk. I'm a very physical person when I'm talking, especially on stage. I walk around, I throw my hands up in the air, I'm looking this way, I'm looking that way. I have fun. I move on the stage and that's part of it. 
and they also have a very expressive face. Right, so if you have ever been in a classroom with me as I'm teaching, I have a very expressive face. Heck, even directing a choir or speaking, my face is very expressive. Now, right, these are just some things I know about me, and these are something we love about storytellers. We love people, uh, love seeing on people on stage. Right, they add all these things to it, but a lot of time we don't think about them, but we do read them. We read them on people all of the time. And sometimes we think about it, sometimes we don't think about it. Although a lot of the times, we don't put the word nonverbal communication with it. We go, man, that what they said seems off. It doesn't seem like that's their true meaning. Or, mm, this, this makes me uncomfortable and I don't know why. Right? Or, oh, I, I totally buy that. It seems genuine. It seems sincere. That's perfect. All that is because of what they're saying and their nonverbal communication works together or against each other. That's how we can tell the difference. And I, I think it's funny here as I'm talking about nonverbal communication, I think it's a huge thing and it's something I've been working on so much. Um, I actually took a class in college about nonverbal communication. And I'll tell you, it was one of my worst classes. I struggled so much in that class, um, just understanding the concepts and that at that time. But now, a number of years later, uh, over a decade later now, I'm looking back at that and going, wow, I took so many things away and things have come together from that experience, from that time where I learned that has made me now a better speaker, a better listener, a better presenter, a better host, right, for the Jones and Four show. And I still have things to work on. I'm still learning. I'm still growing, doing things. So let's chat with you real quick um, about how you can improve your nonverbal communication to really improve your life, to help you, you know, chase your passions back, live your life to the max by conveying what you want to convey accurately. So first thing we're going to chat about is your intonation and inflection. So how are you saying things, right? This is one of the really struggles that we have with emails, right? When we send emails or instant messages on Facebook or wherever, right, or in chat rooms, it's, it's just the verbal communication, right, through text. That's all it is. We don't get that intonation. How do they really say it? Are you being serious right now? Or, you know, how are you saying? What's your intonation? What's your inflection with it? Are you being sarcastic? Are you not? It's hard to tell, right? You can't tell it just by written word. So knowing what kind of intonation and inflection you're giving uh, your speech, right, helps a lot. And that can, again, uh, impact it. It can complement it or it can contradict it, okay? Eye contact is another one. And this is something I learned back in high school. Because I'll be honest, I used to struggle with eye contact where I did not want to make eye contact with anyone. Um, and this was probably when I was mm, freshman, sophomore in high school. I really struggled with it until uh, my parents were telling me, you need to make eye contact for it helps you, helps the other person know that you're actually listening to them, that, um, that you're engaged, right? And, and all these things that go with uh, eye contact, right? And I struggled with it. Not that I wasn't interested or wasn't doing that. I watch people's mouths a lot when they talk. I don't necessarily have, you know, a hearing problem or anything like that, but I comprehend a lot more when I see that person's mouth move. So I intentionally made a shift from looking at the person's mouth to looking at their eyes and just looking at them. And now I've used this many, many times, and I still think about that moment that I, that I really started to do that and the shift that I had to make. I still think about that to today 
when I'm talking with people. I, I look at their mouth, but then I also look up and look at their eyes and look at them and in them and, and let them know that I'm listening, I'm there, I'm part of this conversation. All right. I do. I try to do the same thing with the videos uh, through the Jones and Forrest show videos or any of the shows I do. I try to look right at you through the camera, right? So that you know I'm talking to you, right? These are things you can do as well to help you uh, convey your message and to let people know that you are listening. Because, you know, a lot of the time, not about communication, it's how you convey your message, but it's also how you respond to other people's messages to you. It's how they know, how other people know that you're engaged, that you're listening, that you care, that it matters to you. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit, actually, how that can really contradict. But one of the ways is eye contact, right? You can be looking away, looking at the clouds, and be off in la-la land in your head, right? But And they're talking at you. And that gives that look, that feeling that you're not interested, you don't care. But if you're looking at them, you're engaged, you're listening, all that helps. Okay, another thing is posture. And this is something I learned, actually. Um, I was right around late middle school, so eighth grade, um, eighth grade, ninth grade, right? Beginning high school time as well. A lot of things happening and learning at that time, obviously. And one of the things I used to do a lot when I was just chatting with people is I crossed my arms. I crossed my arms a lot. And why? Because it's comfortable. And I've talked with this when I was a teacher. Um, I've talked with this to my students a lot um, about nonverbal uh, communication. I was a choir director, but I also did, uh, I taught some career classes, and we talked about this. And even just my choir classes, I've chatted about this at times. That, you know, crossing your arms, yeah, it's comfortable. It's nice. But it sends this message this nonverbal communication message to that other person that you put up this wall, this shield that you're not interested. You're not open to their messages, right? And you know, maybe you are, maybe you are inside and, and really, but by crossing your arms, it gives that impression that you don't, that you don't care, that you have this wall up. Uh, you know, you're blocking the energy, their message from reaching you and your heart. So when, when I was doing this at, at that age, right, uh, in eighth grade, um, the person who I was chatting with mentioned this. He was an adult, and he mentioned it to me. And I, I still, I, I thought, I shouldn't say still, I thought it was crazy. But now I see where he's coming from. And he said, just open up one arm. Well, first of all, you, you go from arms crossed to just extending one arm or one arm down. That feels really just awkward, having one arm up by your side. So then you drop both arms. But he's like, even then... At least you're a little more open than you were before. You're a little more accepting to that person's message, to that person's story, whatever they're sharing. So be open. Put your hands down, right? Keep them down by your side or put them behind your back. Be open. Let the message that they're saying come to you, come to your heart. Be open to it. So I can um, sorry, your posture, right? How you're standing, um, how your arms are crossed, are they not crossed? Where, how are you standing? What gestures are you making, right? Are your arms crossed? Do you roll your eyes when they say things? All these things come into play and work together to send messages of if you care, if you don't care. Are you listening? Are you not listening? Are you actively engaged in their conversation or are you just passively there, right? Being in it, but not really being part of it. So think about these things. Think about the different ways you are participating in a conversation and how other people are participating in your conversations. So we'll get a little bit more. Uh, I have two more things and then we'll chat about how you can improve it and you can help other people as well.
So other one is listening. And I've already mentioned this, uh, that you're listening to the person, but it's actively listen. So it's different. Listening is different than actively listening. When you're actively listening to someone, you are, you're looking at them, you're acknowledging what they're saying, you go, mm-hmm, yep, I understand occasionally, right? So that they know that you're engaged. And then when they're done, you recap it, right? Um, they taught this back in, when I was in college for, um, not necessarily nonverbal communication, but it was more for our education and for students, right? Of how to help students get through difficulties. Is if I'm listening to you, I recap your thoughts, I recap your ideas, really in my own words, make sure that we're on the same page and then we can move on. Same idea with this, right? You're actively listening. I'm listening to you, I'm making eye contact, I'm engaged, my arms aren't crossed, we're all good. And then I'm listening to what you're saying, mm-hmm, awesome. Great, you know, not a lot, but occasionally, so that they know. And then at the end, so what you're saying is this. What I got is this and this is, oh, you're concerned about X, Y, and Z, right? Those things can really make sure that you are on the same page as that person, that you understand it, and that then you're set to, you know, continue the conversation or add your two cents or do whatever needs to be done next, okay? And then the last bit is space. How close are you to that person? Are you right in their face? Are you going right after them and invading their personal bubble? Or are you giving them a space? Now, as I'm recording this, we're still doing the social distancing thing. We're making sure we stay away from each other and all that with this COVID-19 thing going around that, okay, we need six feet. So that's the minimum safe distance now. But before this whole coronavirus thing happened, and I'm sure will happen afterwards, we'll find our personal bubble again, right? And usually that's within a couple of feet, like two to three feet of a person. Um, you've probably felt invaded by some people. Some people are really close talkers and they get really close to you. And for me, when I, I'm not a close talker, but um, especially when someone, you know, it's an acquaintance or a friend, but not necessarily a really good friend, uh, they come up and they talk really close. It makes me uncomfortable. Right. So watch your space. How far away from you are, are you talking? Are, are you too far that you're trying, that it comes off as you being distant or, or rude or too close, right? And, and invading their space. Cause then they're more worried about just get out of my bubble, get out of my way, just go, right? Then they're not thinking about what you're saying. And usually we do this, many people, I should say, do this really well without even thinking, without even being worried about it. Um, they just, they, land where they land, and it's usually a very comfortable spot within our bubbles. But just be aware of it, right? Be conscious of what you're doing. Are you invading the other person's bubble? And you could tell by their mannerisms, by their nonverbal communications of either being too close or too far. So a quick recap of, of things to think about when you are speaking or talking with someone is the intonation and inflection. What are you saying? What are they saying? How are they saying it more, right? Not what, not the content, but how are they saying it? Eye contact, are you looking at them? Are you looking around them and not really at them? Or look at them. Posture, your gestures, how are you standing? Are your arms crossed? Are you doing eye rolls? Are you slouched? Are you standing up tall? All those things, right? Posture and gestures. Listening, are you actively listening to that person? And are you recapping at the end of that, right? So actively listen and then space. Make sure you give them space. So as I mentioned at the beginning, nonverbal communication is something that we do and we analyze without even thinking about it so much. It has been ingrained in us from an early age, right? To, to listen to how a person's saying something, right? To not necessarily the words they're saying, 
listen for that, because you're listening, you're actively listening, but then you're also listening to how they're saying it, right? The intonation, the inflection. So you think about that when you're listening to people and when you're thinking it to yourself, right? Um, the eye contact and posture was something I learned later on, right? Again, we don't think about maybe how we stand and talk sometimes or, or where our eyes are when we're talking. Maybe we're looking off to the side the whole time. Um, but there's power with eye contact. There's power with making that connection and being open. Share your energy, right? We are all energy beings. We all have energy. We all have vibrations and we share them, right? And we could slow that energy and we could speed it up and you can welcome it or you can hold it off from you, right? So be welcoming, be open to the conversations, to that energy coming your way. Um, and, you know, listening and space as I already mentioned. So here's how you can improve it. So here's how you personally can improve your nonverbal communication. And that is... First of all, be conscious of what you're doing. As I mentioned, we do this without even thinking. Start thinking about it. Start thinking about what are you doing? What are you saying? Now, it can be really easy to overanalyze this and to just go crazy with it to the point where you're going, oh my gosh, I, I'm thinking too much. I don't know what's right, what's wrong. Try not to overanalyze it. Try not to overthink it, but just think about what you're doing. Think about, oh, am I making eye contact? Yep. Oh, my arms crossed. Nope. Okay, we're good, right? Um, am I actively listening? Am I looking at them? Um, is my intonation right? Right? Doing that uh, and checking yourself when you're chatting, right? What gestures are you making? Are they, are they helping it? Are they complimenting what you're saying? Are they contradicting it? And then also the last thing is watch other people. Um, watch other people when they talk with you. But hopefully at that point, then you're, you're actively listening and doing that. But it's fun. And this is what we had to do in my nonverbal communication classes. We had to watch other people converse with each other. Watch two other people have an interaction. And it could be on t a TV show. It could be a movie. It could be in, in real life. Doesn't matter. But watch other people have a conversation and see the nonverbal communication skills happening there. And just kind of look at it and see like, oh, yeah, I see that they're doing this and this. That looks really good. Oh, maybe they should do this instead. Or, or they're closed off to the energy because their arms are crossed or how their stance is or whatever. Right. So just look at other people, analyze it, because that's going to help you realize some things maybe about yourself and just be more open and perceptive to it. So I know folks, this has been a, a very different episode of the Jones and Four show about nonverbal communication, but I know that this will help you because it has helped me when I started to look at and be um, perceptive of my nonverbal communication. It has truly helped me be a better communicator, be a better person uh, overall, and help me uh, relate to people, connect with people so that I can live my life to the max that much more. So if you have found this helpful, let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments about nonverbal communication. Feel free to email me or drop me a message or share this out on Facebook and tag me in it, right? Uh, just tag at Jones and Four or at Spencer Jones on Facebook or Instagram and let me know uh, what you think about these shows. So folks, I really appreciate all of you. Thank you again for everything. Remember, you are awesome. You're amazing. Ha, there's some fun inflection and intonation there for you. Oh, ooh, hand gestures now. Oh, we're getting excited. I'm going crazy, as I said. <laughs> so folks, have a great day. Make it an amazing day. You're amazing. You're awesome. Go have a great day. And until next time, I will catch you all 